0: Zoran Zaev and his government have struck a major blow against corruption by seizing, wait for it, 4.5 tons of expired German butter. Yes. In a widely mocked move, Deputy Prime Minister Lukčo Nikolovski, who was also the minister tasked with fighting corruption after a series of disastrous reports from agencies such as Transparency International, announced that the expired butter had been seized and stated on social media quote the protection of our citizens comes first i call for a full investigation and accountability unquote meanwhile back in reality the true scandals continue in rapid fire order businessman ortse komchev has just been arrested you might remember he was at the center of the first scandal way back in 2017 that eventually brought down so called chief prosecutor of the special prosecutor's office Katitza Yaneva. Health Minister Vinko Filipce is involved in yet another scandal regarding the vaccines, this one involving a shell company set up in American Samoa. And even Macedonia's Eurovision entry can't escape a scandal, this time one involving, of course, the Bulgarian flag. We'll discuss all of this and more on this episode of the Macedonian Content Farmers Podcast. I'm Jason Miko, coming to you from the foot of the snow-capped Catalina Mountains in Oro Valley, Arizona.
1: And this is Svetlin Cholemanov in Skopje, Macedonia, and I I can't believe I'm not in Germany.
0: (laughs) We'll we'll get to that in a minute. First, though, um, we do want, uh, and we got a lot to talk about in in this uh, episode 106, which we're recording on Sunday, the 14th of March. Uh, We we want to encourage folks, because we're now on Substack, we want to encourage folks to sign up uh, once we put that up there. That way, they just get automatic notifications when these podcasts come out, when the article I write on, uh, that I have been writing on and posting on Medium, which I'll still do, we'll start putting that on Substack, and then other content that we want to provide. So we just want to let folks know that we're building a media empire here. And, uh, you know, for the latest news, as well as detailed in-depth analysis of what is going on in Macedonia, uh, in English, and from a conservative viewpoint, uh, all of that will be on our Substack page. Uh, So we want to encourage folks to to sign up and uh, subscribe to that. So, um, Based well, let's, let's, uh, yes, absolutely. Very few things in life are free. This one's free. Uh, we we won't take your information and sell it to anybody. Seriously, we won't. So uh, we don't have any, we don't, we wouldn't know what to do with it anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, really. Like I
1: can uh, press uh, fake uh, uh, credit cards.
0: And or, or fake butter. Actually not in this case, yeah. it's expired butter. So, okay. So this is, this is just, we have to start with this kind of, lighthearted quote-unquote scandal that all of these true scandals are going on uh, involving zoran zayev and his government and have been ever since he got into power and yet this latest one was just too funny uh yeah. 4.5 tons of expired german butter i mean I, I, first of all i didn't know that how i butter would go bad i guess if you left it outside in the sun in in, in the summer but um you know, I keep my butter uh, in a little butter dish on the kitchen counter, and and uh, yeah. it's fine. So I don't, I don't know how, how it becomes expired, and and um, I don't quite understand what all the what the brouhaha is all about.
1: Yeah, I started keeping frozen uh, uh, compound butter with all types of herbs and garlic and stuff, and yeah, that nice. thing lasts forever, I suppose. Yeah. But yeah, but, it's, you I mean, know this happens. This you have all sorts of shady people importing food from when, whenever and export. And you know Zav was in the past himself charged with uh, uh, exporting uh, uh, pickles who had gone bad to Croatia, I think, or something like that. So yeah. that happens all the time. The funny thing here was that uh, Zav's deputy and very close associate uh, Nikolovsky, who is kind of like. Uh, you can't say a rising star because that would imply he has some, he has done something or has <laughs> any ability. But he's been mentioned by the internationals more and more. Like they like to meet with him, uh, even though he's completely... They're grooming him. Dense, yeah, they're grooming him for something. So people are keeping an eye on him at the moment. And he comes out and uh, reveals... Uh, you know, he's been tasked with fighting corruption after all the scandals Zav has had. Uh, and, uh, you know, the way he announced this, this spectacular fashion, like we caught, uh, you know, people importing butter, somebody's going to be held accountable for this. Yeah. Butterfingers. <laughs> At the same time, his brother works in forwarding and importing stuff in a company for, uh, you know, like a forwarder company. And uh, uh, they've had, like, their profits increase. Uh, uh, somebody calculated uh Twenty one hundred times, two thousand one hundred times, from wow. before when uh, Nikolovski was minister until after and compared to after he became minister, they had like two thousand times m- more in revenue. And uh, just now, v- Vimera published uh, that they've been involved in uh, import of uh, tobacco, which is you know illegal to do. It's mm. very difficult to get a license. So you know, serious crimes being done by this guy, and uh, he's out there catching criminals he forced his first uh, victory was he forced some no-name uh, person who was appointed to uh, not even director some kind of like board of some small pipe public uh, uh, company in uh, Bitola to resign because he also had some other office, so like <laughs> ridiculously uh, lightweight stuff and, and now the better I mean this is this is what they want to want to declare uh, victory in the fight of corruption or <laughs>
0: Well, and it's 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 really it's a um, uh, they're they're doing this to uh, draw attention away from the true scandals, two of which I mentioned. Mentioned. We, mm-hmm. I thought we were going to go more into depth on the uh, Vinko Filipcic. We will, but the the latest one this morning, or this, again as we're recording this on Sunday morning, uh, that just happened today was the the government arrested. Uh, komchev the businessman Mm -hmm. one of the richest men in macedonia who was at the heart of the original scandal that brought down katitia as i mentioned that was the one involving the extortion the money laundering the uh millions of euros that nobody's people still don't know where they where that money went that was bulky 13 of course um you know the the famous um uh louis vuitton bags uh I think it was a video footage from Kamchev's house where yep. uh, Boki and his associates walk in with the, the bags and walk out with the bags full of cash. Uh, and so now, he, what has he been arrested for today?
1: Uh, th- one of the charges against him again by Katica were that uh, he purchased some land on Vodno where he was developing building uh, uh, apartment buildings uh, with a person who is very close to Nikola Gruevsky. And uh, they tried to spin this like any other case. Katetsyanova uh, was uh, concocting that uh, Gruevsky was somehow involved, that he had some money lying around which he couldn't explain the origin of, and then he wanted to purchase land on uh, Vodno and uh, used Kamchev as an intermediary. So it was like uh, uh, trying to get to Gruevsky by accusing Kamchev, and then I suppose the idea was to have. Kamchov testify against Gruevsky, and uh, this was one of the dozen ways they wanted to get at Gruevsky and put him in prison.
0: Huh. Wow. Uh, okay, so he's now in jail for, what, I think the court ordered him for 30 days of detention. He's yeah. not in the same cell or next to no. um, Sasha Miyakov is he? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny, Svet, that Zayev is arresting and putting into prison all of these people who have... I don't know uh, you know not only institutional knowledge of Z- Zoran Zaev and his crimes but probably reams and reams of documents and yet for some reason that information isn't coming out i don't'm I'm, I'm, I don't get it I, I, I know the Balkans quite well, but sometimes it's all a mystery to me uh, and probably is a mystery to people living in, in Macedonia <laughs> and the Balkans as well how this how this all works out why why these people don't just start singing. Um, Oh, Bulky Thirteenth, same thing. You know, he's in prison. He's still in prison too, or is it house arrest? I'm not sure which.
1: Uh, he's I think in house
0: arrest, no. House arrest, okay. Yeah. It's just it's just amazing. I mean, we we know at the end of the day that, that all these scandals eventually will bring Zoran and his government down. That's a fact. Uh, it, it's just mm-hmm. a matter of when and how it happens. But all right, we're gonna follow that one. But the the, the story that we were talking about earlier this week, uh, that um Really, uh, the Italian newspaper uh, La Verita uh, kind of broke it, I think, uh, and it involves, of course, the the vaccines. Sorry, the vaccines <laughs> that um, the uh, government of Macedonia has not been able to procure. Uh, which there's other scandals around, you know, the EU money, the Kovacs. Uh, um, what do you call it? The Kovacs uh, program, um, I guess. that so. is supposed, yeah, uh, money from the EU, etc. So. Bottom line is is Vinko Filipce, the the oft embroiled in scandals health minister, uh, tried to purchase uh, the Chinese vaccine, I believe, yeah. and was going to do it through a shell company set up in American Samoa, which was also registered in Hong Kong, something like that.
1: Yeah, the big okay. problem with the Chinese is that uh, you know you need to dare yourself to buy the stuff because, you know, it's like a Chinese vaccine and sounds <laughs> unsafe. It was not supposed to be a problem once you decide to buy it. Uh, right. It was not supposed to be a problem to get the stuff. You should just, you know, pay for it and and, and get it. That's, that's it, uh, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they allegedly have greater capacity of production than the Russians and uh, uh, are probably, you know, less concerned about their population. So they would be more willing to export it than the Western producers. So, yeah, I mean, that it should have been a perfect fit for Zayef after he couldn't get any Pfizer vaccines or anything else from the West. Uh, and, uh, but, you know, he, he announced we we're purchasing 200,000 Chinese vaccines after it became clear that none of the Pfizer's are coming, but then uh, weeks later, and he said they're coming until the end of February and then, uh, he said- Don't worry, which
0: year? Yeah.
1: <laughs> he <laughs> said there are te- delays, Yeah, delays because of the Chinese New Year, so everybody was joking like, okay, which, when is January 1st in China and uh, <laughs> blah, blah, uh, stuff like that. But then, you know, he said they're going to come by the end of February, nothing happens. And uh, then after a while, VMware publishers listened. we have reports that the Chinese actually paid back the advance that was given to them for the vaccines, <laughs> which was- Suspicious, you know. It seems right. that the deal is going down, and finally, this uh, Italian newspaper, right-wing newspaper, which has published stuff about Zaf in the past. Uh, especially, you know, they published the videotapes which uh, Kamchov made of the extortion. So the the paper is somehow linked to Kamchov. So maybe Kamchev's arrest now is like a message to them to stop publishing the stuff. Uh, it's, you know, it's very interesting that, you know, of all the distractions which Zaev could have made uh, uh, to distract from this vaccine scandal he arrested Kamtchev. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, the paper published uh, messages with the, which the healthcare minister sent to, the, to Sinopharm, to the Chinese manufacturers telling them, okay, we're gonna use this company. Uh, we're gonna have the deal go through them and the company has only three employees it has it was set up in the american samoa and then somehow registered in hong kong with a few thousand euros i think one thousand thousand euro uh, dollars uh, right. in uh, you know in assets and you know a complete shell company and the chinese sure. apparently looked at it and said listen no we're not doing this <laughs> give us a proper company or or a direct country to sinopharm contract, like normal people, and uh, we'll give you the vaccines, but not, not this way. And it uh, seems very likely that, you know, the Zayaf and Filipča were trying to get like a cut, uh, you know, to give like a good share of the profits to a middleman uh, company um, for the vaccines. And, uh, you know, of all the corruption scandals, I mean, this is like a routine scandal for Zayaf and Filipča there've mm-hmm. been like half a dozen of these for Philip Chuck himself and the person he has been uh you know it it was shown that he's purchasing land uh, around Skopje and building like a residential a compounds uh, villas and, and stuff the one he on Bodno has...
0: yeah i remember driving by it uh, when i was there earlier yeah. right this year so
1: yeah he's obviously corrupt uh, but the problem is that you know of all the corruption scandals this one touches on the vaccines we the numbers are really bad now with uh deaths and infections. And uh, we have zero vaccines, we used up everything. We have 3000 doses purchased from Russia, and they've all been spoken for by now. And uh, 8000 Pfizer vaccines donated by Serbia, and they've all been given the first dose has been given. So there's, there is like, what, what's that like 5000 people who who are going to get vaccines, And that's it. Nothing. So
0: yeah, so use, using the old, the old census statistics, and we know the census is coming up, uh, <laughs> uh, of 2 million roughly, uh, so you're saying 5, maybe 6,000 people have been uh, received both doses. Uh, mm-hmm. That is That has got to put Macedonia at, at the very bottom of yeah. the countries, uh, the, all, all countries in Europe, maybe all countries on the planet, frankly, uh, to have inoculated. Yeah. And then, as you mentioned, of course, the, uh, the number of, of deaths and hospitalizations is going up. There's talk about well, actually there's a, there's a new curfew one in, in place, right? From 10 PM to 5 AM yep. daily. Okay. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that's, that's the first it's, it's almost, you know, everything old is new again. Um, here we are, you know, into year two of this pandemic and it's, it's almost like, it's a, it's, it's almost like groundhog day. <laughs> the, uh, yeah. the, uh, the Bill Murray, um, uh, film where every day he wakes up and it's this, it's, it's that same day again. And, uh, You've got the the, uh, the curfews in place. Probably the government is going to introduce uh, other harsher uh, curfew and lockdown measures, even as it still doesn't get this, isn't able to get the vaccine. And and the funniest part, I think that so what you mentioned about the Chinese company. Of course, all Chinese companies are tied in with the Chinese Communist Party, but they were the ones being honest in this situation.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is the weirdest part. <laughs> it's just,
0: it just defies, it boggles the mind. Uh, so so right now, just in, in terms of, of the, the Chinese uh, vaccine from uh, Sinopharm, you don't have, Macedonia doesn't have an agreement, correct?
1: Yeah, Zaf eventually acknowledged. We tried making a deal with them. Then it became difficult, so yeah. we tried to do alternative uh, routes. So he's acknowledging, and both right. he and Filipch acknowledged that they tried to use this uh, completely bogus company uh, in the in the deal, and uh, uh, we failed. He said we even tried to use like the uh, Chinese uh, construction company which Grivski brought to Macedonia to build these two highways to Stip and to Ohrid, which attack was attacking remorselessly. Uh, he was prosecuting Grzegovsky over the uh, contracts, the way they were signed. He insisted that the Chinese company made a, mist- mistook the route so, of the highway, so it made it dangerous. So then he would cancel the deal. So then he eventually ended up paying almost double what was arranged to kind of like fix the deal. So he has uh, background of both insulting the chinese and then coming to terms with them at a much greater price at much greater damage for the country uh but yeah it's very weird that uh, in the end uh, they refused to to do a deal with him it's uh, it seems that this deal is out uh we only have like a commercial deal with the russians they gave us 3000 vaccines i've said he wants more but then today we are issuing some press release demanding that russia releases uh, Navalny. So you can imagine how much, how high on the pr- list of Russian priorities our vaccine shipments will be in the future. So yeah, i it's looking horrible at, at the moment for uh, for getting any vaccines.
0: And Zaev has a history of insulting those who are helping him out. Whatever the motivations of those helping him out might be. So with the, the Vucic in, in Serbia, uh, and others who he called an authoritarian or a dictator or something like that. Um, Whatever their motivations might be, he has this history of accepting help and then insulting them in one way or the other. Um, And and it's interesting. I was reading an article, I think it was Balkan Insight this morning, the um, uh, far-left quote-unquote news organization, which is funded entirely uh, by um, uh, various embassies and uh, various governments, so it's not truly a free market uh, enterprise. Uh, but it, it was a lengthy article about the whole region of Southeastern uh, Europe, Central Europe as well, uh, and the whole vaccine scandal and how the Chinese and the Russians are getting ahead of, quote-unquote, you know, the Western vaccines and getting their vaccines into these countries. Well, okay, they've got vaccines that have been proven effective. They're getting them to these countries. The, the Western governments, the EU, has utterly failed and so, whose fault is it? Is it the fault of the Russians and the Chinese, or is it the fault of the European Union? Obviously, it's the fault of the European Union. Uh, and of course, you would think, and I, keep, I, you know, NATO, I guess, doesn't have anything to do with this. You would think that that uh, that NATO, this would be a a perfect uh, opportunity for NATO to step in and, with its logistical uh, prowess and and everything else and its resources, etc., to be able to. To help facilitate all this, but it's nowhere to be found in all this. So, um, you know, I, I don't. Yeah, it's just you, you. I can understand why the Chinese and the Russians want to want to get in there and get their vaccines in there. That's yeah, you know, that's part of geopolitics. That's the way the game works. So,
1: uh, uh, it's uh, we've been totally vindicated. Every all of us saying that. Listen, uh, you do not just give up on the name and everything else, and then you know fall into. NATO slap and expect that they'll be taken care of as security. And uh, strategically wise, it's not how it works. You still need to be like a proper independent country and be able to make your own deals and can't just have only one uh, alternative. Once if you say I only have one alternative, then uh, pretty soon you'll have none. (laughs) Uh, And this is exactly what happened. I mean, uh, people have actually been saying that after the name change will now be safe from attack from. Other countries, we're now a full member of uh, the Western Alliance, equal to all the other Western countries. And, you know, it's been clearly shown now with the vaccines that, no, we're not. I mean, we're absolutely not.
0: Well, that's a nice segue into, um, speaking of, uh, you know, being safe from other countries. One country that Macedonia is not safe from is still Bulgaria. And while um, uh, Karakachanov is not going to roll his tanks into Macedonia, at least anytime soon uh the the ongoing issues that Bulgaria has with Macedonia. I have to make that clear because going back to the, the, the you know, Greece's problems with Macedonia, it wasn't the other way around. But Bulgaria's problems with Macedonia continue and this whole thing has now bled into the, the Eurovision trash sorry, the Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> um which of course is a kitschy um I don't know when it when it is. How old is it? Eurovision contest is what fifty years old, something like that. Forty, I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's been forever. But it,
0: yeah, it's all it's all very kitsch uh, and cheesy and everything else. I think last year it was canceled due to um, the uh, the China virus, uh, but um, uh, it's going forward this year, and now a new scandal has broken out. So the song is what Here I Stand, I think is what it's called. Yeah, from... something like that. What's the... And the artist is Vasil. I'm looking here. Garvan Yes, Garvan Liev. Okay, so so he recorded this song. Here I Stand, that's the name of it. Uh, oh. Apparently, everybody is, is doing a recording of the song in their home country and then sending it to wherever because of COVID, fine. Uh, but he recorded a video. It was recorded in um, one of the museums in, in downtown Skopje. Uh, and... The scandal is that there's a piece of art on one of the walls, which is three um, vertical strips of of uh, colored paper with it looks like photographs. I'm looking at a picture of it right now. Anyway, it's it's white, green, red, which is the color of the Bulgarian flag. Mm. And as I understand it, um, that's not the the that sequence of colors in that order isn't. Is, is not what the artist intended when the artist put that piece of art there. So it sounds like it was kind of manipulated. Anyway, bottom line is that uh, it looks like a Bulgarian flag. So uh, Vassil said that they're going to edit it, so that's not in there. But then, <laughs> yep. then he acknowledges that he has a Bulgarian passport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the meaning that
1: he... so far.
0: <laughs> yeah, meaning that he has uh, agreed... Uh, that one of his ancestors was Bulgarian. Again, I understand why Macedonians are, 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 are taking out or you know Bulgarian passports because it's EU entry, etc. It's it's totally based on economics. It has nothing to do with Bulgarian uh, ancestry or citizenship or anything like that. But that's the way the Bulgarians want to portray it. So, uh, so anyway. Um, what all that means, it, it, it doesn't really mean anything at the end of the day. It's, just, it's a <laughs> distraction is what it is. It's a stupid distraction. But uh, it it proves the point once again that – and, of course, uh, the Bulgarian member of the European Parliament, uh, Andrei Kovacev, uh who was, a, who was an odious, vile, rotten scumbag, uh, if I can make that clear enough, um, you know – said that the flag should be left in the video and congratulated vassal and blah 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 um and so the strange. bulgarians the bulgarians have their elections coming up i guess less than a month from now three weeks or so from now so yeah. we will have to follow that okay we've covered our um our um our, our uh, contractually Actually, mandated more oh there's, sorry. there's more of the
1: bulgarians remember ah, how. Okay. uh once the vaccine scandal dropped about uh, Philip che, Yeah. And it was, you know, it was really, really a problem for us, uh, if you could tell. And uh, it took them a day uh, to regroup. And then the next day, we had uh, Karakachanov parachute himself in, into the... Uh, <laughs> That's Tasmanian a really big politics. parachute. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, and uh, he uh, posted uh, this duplicitous Facebook comment, uh, like... Uh, naming members of parliament for Vrmerov. Oh, yes. Gruyavski's father, a bunch of people, and saying, okay, these are just sample names of people who have Bulgarian citizenship. This person has a citizenship uh, in, I don't know. I think he even named cities which are closer to Romania. So uh, Bulgaria issues passports to Macedonians, but also to Bulgarians in Moldova in Romania. They're trying to build up like a minority situation uh, mm. uh, over there as well. Uh, and... Uh, he said something like, I, "I'm not claiming anything. It's just very interesting that these people have passports. We've given them under the this same uh, way under which this uh, re, this singer who we really nobody knew about him until recently, mm-hmm. and until he became our Eurovision uh, contender, representative, got the passport. You declare that some of your ancestors was Bulgarian and that you have Bulgarian origin, and that's good enough for." Bulgaria to give you a passport, and uh, I'm not claiming anything. Just this is the list. You know, you take it from there. And immediately, all the Zayev media here, uh, who were not reporting on Philips scandal anyway, they started reporting. Look at Vemera. They have Bulgarian passports. They're traitors to the country. I can't trust them. Uh, crypto Bulgarians. Blah blah blah. So you know, it was interesting. Uh, you know, Borisov would say, "I support Zayev. You know, don't vote Vemera. Vote Zayev." He's the person who we could work with, but this was really out in the open to have, to see Zav have such close cooperation with uh, Karakachanov on covering up daily scandals. Uh, Karakachanov, uh, with this, he you know, he's adding to the stigma of having a Bulgarian passport in Macedonia because mm. you know even if if you take it, it you never know when somebody in Bulgaria will use it against you in this ugly propaganda attack. Uh, So, you know, he's actually harming what was a vital program for Bulgaria, especially for his party. Mm -hmm. Uh, And, you know, hours later after SDSM tried to distract the public from the vaccine scandal, uh, uh, he acknowledged, oh, actually, I didn't mean anything by this, you know, at least one of the persons who you think, who reacted to this uh, he has a passport, but, you know, practically not anybody else, probably not even one person from the entire list. So he actually acknowledged that none of the people he named in Vemera have Bulgarian passports. Um, mm. But, yeah, it's very interesting uh, the extent to which, you know, Zaev and Karakachanov have shown. They have, like, daily co- coordination and cooperation on... Uh, on tactical issues, actually. I mean, you can tell they're working on strategic issues, but this was really a uh, intelligence operation. This, was, this is something coming right out of the old Yugoslav and Bulgarian intelligence, who were huge enemies, but would also cooperate on issues. We've seen this time and time again in the past.
0: Right, yeah, well, we will, uh, we will continue following that. Uh, we have no choice. In <laughs> the matter, yeah. we have to.
1: It was really ugly. I mean, I've never seen so many people use slurs about Bulgarians. Wow. I mean, this was this was such a ugly and fake attack. Obviously, fake attack, and uh, uh, it was really like uh, the worst prejudices we would have we would hold here about Bulgarians. You know, Karakachanov has done so much to destroy the reputation of that country mm-hmm. here. It's really incredible.
0: Now, I didn't mention this in the opening monologue, but uh, another scandal, uh, since we're covering scandals today. Maybe that's the title of this, the scandal episode, starting with butter. (laughs) Um, This one's more serious. This is the members of the the Tigers unit, the Special Forces Police Unit, uh, which celebrated their 40th anniversary. I believe it was yesterday, March 13. Uh, So they, they had a celebration. For whatever reason i i don't understand why maybe you can shed some light on this the deputy prime minister artan gruby from the um the uh, former terrorist party dewey ali ahmeti uh and, and and he's being he's a very powerful position that 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 Zayf has given him he's being groomed i think uh, to take over from ali ahmeti when he has either mm. passed on or gone to the hague um but uh, apparently he was at the ceremony and didn't bow at the memorial to the fallen tiger yeah. officers, many of which were killed in the 2001 terrorist uprising by Ali Ahmeti and his band of, hmm. of of Jeffersonian democracy lovers. Um, hmm. So I don't even know why he was there in the first place. That's number one. Number two, is, of course, is that the emblem which is on their uniforms is being redesigned and take, removing the name Macedonia and yep. being replaced with the country flag. Why was... Do you have any ideas as to why gruby was there in the first place i mean
1: i mean it's customary to have government a government delegation and uh, usually albanians do not go to this uh, right. commemoration obviously the tigers lost uh, many men in uh, 2001 and then they lost eight uh, of their own during the uh, kumanova fight uh, mm-hmm. the right. attack on kumanova Albanian attack on kumanova in 2015 and uh, both the Učeka in 2001 and the group which attacked Kumanova, there are heroes to Albanians uh, in Macedonia in Kosovo. They, they were given, you know, uh, heroic funerals in the yeah. uh, in the memorial cemeteries in Pristina, etc. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, on one hand, Grubi was attacked by the Albanian opposition for even going there. And then it was notable that all the other ministers, they bowed to the monument, like a uh, sh- short bow, respect, but he, he, w- he wouldn't, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but he wouldn't. And Zaev had all these pictures completely out of character for him, like beaming, like tough guy uh, walking around with the backdrop of soldiers, because it was like the 40th anniversary of the creation of the um, Interior Ministry Special Operations Unit. Uh, and, uh, you know, he was on the one hand being the macho tough guy. On the other hand, he was completely defacing the unit, removing uh, They had like an emblem, which said uh, special police anti-terror unit tigers, an emblem for tiger, I think. And then it's said Republic of Macedonia underneath. And now it only has the flag of Macedonia. And, uh, you know, there is no other area where the name change hits so hard. Mm -hmm. than the armed forces because you know you're uh, required to be ready at a moment's notice to go out there and give your life for the country and if the country is constantly being reshaped reimagined redesigned uh, humiliated in this way uh, okay now you know it's a country of Macedonians no now it's a country of Macedonians and Albanians no, now it's country for everybody except for Macedonians mm. who are going to be North Macedon or citizens of the uh, Republic of North Macedonia and uh, who do not have a history. I mean, it takes a grounding in history. It takes uh, a grounding, you know, uh, awareness of your family, of the women and children you are protecting to go out there and fight for something. I mean, it's not a day job. It's not a nine-to-five job. It's uh, not something you, you know, you're... Satisfactorily reimbursed with money, like everybody else. Uh, you it's know, a way you of life. have to. Yeah, you go out there and you are. You can be killed, and it needs to be for something greater than uh, yourself. And the mm. is completely removing all of these vital elements of this uh, profession, which is uh, of this calling, and it's uh, ridiculous. I mean, now we are also commemorating the anniversary of the start of the 2001 civil war it's what 21 years no 20 20 20 years uh 20 years oh yeah yeah it's a thousand it's around anniversary yeah um i forget which year we are now (laughs) so you know people are also commenting you know that's when we lost the country everything since has been like a slippery slope leading us to this point where we are practically stateless do not have a nation state, with all the trouble that this is going to cause in the future, because you know this is not going to stop, and uh, uh, all this reimagining of the nation and the state—it's uh, has this very strong um, disassociative, this uh, uh, centrifugal uh, nature. So. Yeah, it's really, really...
0: Svetlana, you make some some excellent points there, and I I like your your rant uh, in a way, um, because we are conservatives, and and you mentioned that they are fighting for something greater than themselves, and and that is what we conservatives believe, is that life, our own life, there's so much more to life than just our own selves, whereas our friends on the left seem to be focused on their own selfish wants. Not their needs, their wants. Um, No. uh, and, And that... That I, I I can lay all that directly at the feet of, of Zoran Zayev and, and Nikola Dimitrov and Ali Akhmeti and others, is that uh, their their wants are, are power, um, financial gain, uh, fame, um, all of these fleeting things. And they have been willing to uh, not trade in but give up uh, all of the things that, are, that make life worth uh, living for, and in the case of the Tigers fighting for, uh, which is Macedonia and its history and its culture and the memory of the men and women who have gone before them, not just in Macedonia's short history as a modern day independent nation state, but in Macedonia's much longer history before that, going back to World War II, going back to um, uh, Elinden, and before that. Uh, and. Our friends on the left want to discard all of that and throw that away and and treat it very lightly because you know I was listening to uh, jonah goldberg the other day in one of his podcasts who makes the very good point that our friends on the left is for them it's all directional it's you know it's always mm-hmm. on the right side of history we're always moving forward forward to what you know it's always forward to something else uh never satisfied with what you currently have whereas uh for for us as conservatives it's 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 spatial uh, and that you know it, and it goes back stretches back into history into the, the mists and of, 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 and of history and and that's why history is so important. whereas for our friends on the left they don't care about the history and they're going forward. but anyway, you make an excellent point about uh, about the tigers and what they're fighting for. Uh, you bring up another good point that this is 20 years since 2001. maybe we should direct or do an entire podcast just to that. I should probably write an article on that since uh, cool since I've been thinking about it, and I saw some earlier ones about that, uh, it's important to remember that Ali Ahmeti when he started that war in 2001, uh, as he told David Binder from the New York Times, I think it was at the time, maybe it was a different, maybe it was Newsweek, he was quoted in, I think, saying that we're, quote, and this is a paraphrase of Ali Ahmeti's quote, that we're fighting for lands which are historically Albanian, we want to remove Slav Macedonians, something along the lines of his quote. Mm. And then, you know, a month and a half later, when then he, when he knew he couldn't actually win outright in a war and literally split the country in two, he switched his tune to, oh no, we're fighting for, you know, our rights and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, Jeffersonian democracy and all that other stuff, which of course he doesn't believe yeah, yeah. in, doesn't even know about it. Um, anyway, um, point being that he, he, he switched his, uh, his reason. But they're all, that's what they're all still about. Um, and now you've got, oh, yeah, um, um, Kurt Albyn Kurti in, in in Kosovo probably the next prime minister there who's openly openly states that he wants to see unification between Kosovo and Albania. Uh of course the big question is mm-hmm. which where would the capital be? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> would it be Tirana or Pristina? Uh, and then of or, course or, or Skopje. <laughs> well, yeah, well that's the other one. So uh you know the the Macedonia's, not all of Macedonia I think Albanians but too many in the leadership of those parties would like to see that as well. So yep anyway uh and and going back to what i wrote i think it was last week uh you know how much damage has the zorns i have done uh damage how much ma- how has he damaged macedonia how much damage more damage will he cause to macedonia how can all that be undone when he's gone because as i mentioned earlier he will be gone at some point he will no longer be in power the opposition vomero will be in power and vomero has got smart people i believe and they need to be thinking about and talking about and making plans using the finest legal minds in Macedonia, as well as the finest legal minds around the world, figuring out how they can undo this damage and to uh, be able to reinstate the name, at least domestically. I don't know if it'll ever be done internationally because the internationals are stubborn and they don't believe in... The, the international elites, the post, especially the post-Western progressives, don't believe in sovereignty in the first place anyway. Um, how all well that's going to be done. But anyway, now I'm on my rant. Um, <laughs> All right, uh, what else we got?
1: Yeah, well, we have a new song from uh, our Japanese friend, Kazuhuro...
0: Kazuhuro oh, Kotetsu. So he's with the, he's with the uh, Tokyo Opera, I believe.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months ago, I lost time, as you have. Um, he, uh, he recorded yeah. and put on YouTube, his YouTube channel, a song, a Macedonian song. Uh, he's got a new one, Zemio Makadonska. Uh, which is an absolutely beautiful song. I would I would love to, to, to learn it and be able to sing it. Maybe I should make that a goal. Uh
1: <laughs>
0: but uh, yeah, he just put that out a couple of days ago. Um, beautiful uh, rendition, and and you know, and I saw that and I, I tweeted it, and I Facebooked it, and, and, and whatnot, just to show again, I think that Macedonia has many friends around the world, uh, and I think that he, he did this because he he loves music number one, and and. Uh, Something about Macedonia has has uh, attracted him to Macedonia, uh, and so he is giving back the gift, as it were, by singing some of Macedonia's most famous uh, songs. So uh, uh, did I? Did I say? Or did you say that's our farmer's pick? Oh yeah, uh,
1: okay. we had once we had him once as a farmer's pick. This is the right. uh, return of uh, Kazihura.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Actually, you know, maybe so. This is the second. Um, the, the, the second time that uh, an individual has made our farmer's pick, uh, third time I think they get a gold jacket.
1: Um, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so anyway, we'll, we'll put that up there for uh, folks to, uh, to listen to and admire and share with their friends, uh, explicitly remembering that Macedonia has many friends around the world. And I think that's a good way to end this podcast.
1: Yeah uh yeah it's a really a great song it uh, gained popularity as we were declaring independence so mm. it practically was endorsed as you would say uh as our second uh, national anthem and it was performed by simon Gugulovsky who was my neighbor mm. uh and uh, you know he was actually like a political dissident he was being prosecuted by the yugoslav regime his wife too uh, they were declared uh bulgarian sympathizers uh, and you know I mean, this is a legitimate. Uh, you know, when Bulgarians say the communist regime was persecuting few people for uh, Bulgarian, uh, you know, being declared as Bulgarian sympathizers, uh, there is some truth to that. Not in the numbers which uh, Bulgaria states. Most of the people were persecuted for uh, Macedonian patriotism, and uh, Simeon actually was uh, there to sing this song as, liter- as you know, as. Uh, call to independence from Yugoslavia, and also to do away with the old regime, but uh, um, this is really a, a very emotional song. It's been done since then a number of times uh, uh, by many artists, and you know, this is really a great, great version of, uh, by this uh, Japanese singer. It's really uh, good good to remember it.
0: Yeah, excellent, good. Well, we'll put that up there for our farmer's pick, so, uh, and for people to enjoy and to share.
1: Okay, well, let's. Uh, we'll see. I guess what uh, craziness next week brings. <laughs> we've, we've definitely been accelerating the craziness in, in the in the past period.
0: Well, it's it's. It was a Churchill who said the Balkans produce more history than they consume, and I think Macedonia produces more craziness than it consumes.
1: Well, definitely, it's really becoming a lot.
0: <laughs> All right, talk to you <laughs> next week.
1: Okay, buddy, take care.
0: You too.